Danny Paratos and her family slash business partners just got back from a tour of the Sudan Underground Mine, where they're hoping to locate a 20,000 square foot business that could feed 600 customers all year round. Welcome back to The Simple Plate, tales of local food produced by local people. In this episode, we meet Danny Parados, sales and marketing manager of Harvest Nation. Once they get up and running full-time, they'll be a CSA-style provider of fresh, local, and affordable produce for Tower, Cook, Ely, or Virginia, Eveleth, and in the Boys Fort tribal communities on the Net Lake and Vermilion reservations. But after that... The sky's the limit. Harvest Nation is owned and operated by a family of Anishinaabeg women. And Danny says that kinship and clanship is the secret to their working relationship. The beauty of being Anishinaabeg, um, we work from the heart. So we have the two sets of sisters. There's my mother, Denise Paradis, and her sister, Tracy Dagan, my aunt. And then my sister, um, Nikki, now love. She used to be Nikki Paradis. Um, and then myself, Danny Paradis, as a set of sisters. And um, my sister has always been like my second mom. Um, my Auntie Tracy, like my third mom. And then, of course, I have my mother there, too. One thing, when we are going through uh, negotiations, I call it bear clan negotiations. We are from the totem of the bear. If things tend to get feisty, um, then I just kind of bring it back to that. Like we are bear clan, you know, there can be a little bit aggressive, um, but in the uh, full kind of battle that we're going through to get our business off the ground, you need a little bit of aggression. You need a little bit of, you know, passion. Um, and it just shows that we care so much. But at the end of the day, we come back to being the people of the heart wave. We have grounded our core values in the food sovereignty movement. We put our business values on on top of their four pillars. And so the first pillar of the food sovereignty movement is um, local production and local access to um, healthy food. And living in northern Minnesota, um, especially, you know, being um, from a native community, it it is hard to um, have access because our our people, the Boy Sport Band of Chippewa, we used to be semi-nomadic. We would move with the season. And once that was kind of disrupted, we became, well, not kind of, disrupted. Um, we became recipients of the federal government uh, commodity food programs. And so um, those, because they have a lot of preservatives so that they have a longer shelf life, um, they aren't necessarily the best for us. We have these high rates of diabetes and chronic illness just had such a devastating impact on um, you know our family and what I always keep saying is I'm tired of seeing my family members getting their limbs cut off due to diabetes. With the aeroponic technology we can grow indoors and uh, because it's more efficient than hydroponics or aquaponics um, we can grow a lot of food and that makes it more affordable. The second pillar is culturally appropriate food. Me being a a modern girl, um, I like to have options. So we're not growing, I guess, indigenous foods 
but we are growing, I guess, culturally appropriate foods by doing um, our own market research, which is actually a form of community building. What do the people want? Are you interested in, you know, these certain kinds of tomatoes? Are you interested in trying a black kabuli chickpea from Afghanistan? Um, surprisingly, people aren't as excited about the black kabuli chickpea as I am. Because if we want to have people eat healthier, which is eating more natural, we believe, um, is you, you got to compete with um, the kind of <laughs> sugar, <laughs> sugar cravings and fat cravings and the processed food cravings that we all get. Um, and so we're, we're doing that by talking with people and, and making sure that um, our offerings are, are what they want. The third pillar is education and outreach. And so in part of our community building model, we were giving uh, presentations called Fight with Every Bite, talking about the food sovereignty movement, um, putting it in a context of um, uh, kind of the colonization history and the legacy and the symptoms that come from that and how we can use food to heal. The fourth pillar, using environmentally sound practices. Living up north, the, the soil can grow only kind of certain types of fruits and veggies, but in aeroponics, the only limit you really have is size. We have to grow indoors um, it's just because the climate is so extreme. It uses 94% less water than regular soil farming yet it can produce the same amount of food in 90% less space. Really exciting, we toured the Sedan Underground Mine um, as a potential farm location. And distribution up and down a mine shaft, but post-apocalypse, I mean, we'll have food. The heat down there is, because of geothermal, is uh, predictable and um, it is constant year-round. So instead of having the heat uh, facility from, you know, 30 below to about 72 or 76 degrees that we need for the farm, we only have to raise the temperature from 68 degrees. And so that would keep heating costs down, which is one of our biggest um, um, uh, kind of upfront inputs. And so Sedan Underground Mine, they already had um, labs down there. And um, the, the height, we've been looking for warehouses, but they just don't have the height because the system that my mom designed is stackable. And so we could make most efficient use of a space if there's enough height, and there is a lot of height down there. Figuring out distribution in that mine shaft, that's going to be kind of the biggest hurdle, I think, especially since um, it's in Sedan, and there's not a large market right there since it's such a small town. And so figuring out uh, delivery routes and distribution from that location, we just have to see if that's effective. You can listen to this conversation again online at KUMD.org under the Northland Morning tab, where you can also leave comments or questions. This episode of The Simple Plate was written and produced at KUMD by Lisa Johnson with music from Andy Halleck and Polo and support provided by the Whole Foods Co-op of Duluth. The Simple Plate is also located wherever you find your podcasts, so you can take us with you when you go out to eat or share us with your friends and family.